You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 102 with Hallie Terrell. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm excited to have Hallie on the show today. Have you ever thought about chasing your dreams or starting a business or doing something, but you might have some fear around starting? Well, today I have Hallie telling us all about her journey of starting a business. So if you are finding yourself a little discouraged or you need a little bit of a push to just begin, this episode is going to be perfect for you. Let's go to the show. Hallie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hi, Amber. Thanks for having me. So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker on travel. So I love asking my guests, what is their favorite vacation spot and why? And this can be with or without kids. Wow. Well, and I think it changes as you get older and have different trips with kids. But um, for me, nothing beats Disney World. And I think I've been so many times and then seeing how it changes from the time you're a little kid to being able to take your own kids. And I cried my eyes out the first time I took my kids on small world um, because that's just so special. So, and it continues to be a fun place for us to go. It's changed a little for us as our kids have gotten older. Um, but that's, I think that's definitely my, my favorite vacation spot. Yeah. Where, where do you like to stay when you go there? Gosh, we have stayed everywhere. Um, and staying on, we've stayed on property. We've stayed off. Um, we stayed at that wilderness lodge, yep. which is on property. And yep. we had a, that was a great location. It wasn't super busy, but you could still get everywhere. Um, that, that was a really, that was a, that was a good one for us. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I, I've actually, I'm booking someone right now. Well, we're trying to book. So I'm a travel agent for people that don't know, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to book for, next year, but we, we don't know the fall break schedule. So it's crazy because you do need to book so far in advance and stuff like that. And I can only imagine, um, how much it's changed since your kids are older from like when they were little to what it is now, but that's really cool that you still like to go even with the older kids. Cause I do sometimes feel like people feel like we got to do it only when they're little, you know, but I think I'm like, I feel like it could be fun with older kids cause they're not melting down, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, they yeah, the stamina has changed and yes. and it's fun they still like it and I think um we decided early on that as long as we kept planning family vacations and and making it seem like it's it's cool to keep hanging out with yes. mom and dad. Yeah. Our kids are 19 and 21. Um they still like to. We just took a great family trip to San Diego and yes. you know, it was a little different kind of trip and, and we got to do things like electric scooters all over yes. the city and right. things we wouldn't have done when they were little, but it's yep. just um I think it's important to keep taking family trips and just shifting them a little bit to maybe appeal more to their I agree age. You yeah, know, kind of yeah, I agree. And and with me having four and seven year olds, you know, I'm trying to think like what's age appropriate or easier now, and then kind of just thinking mm-hmm. ahead. And I really want to go to San Diego, but I want to do different stuff. I want to go to the zoo and I want to go to Legoland. Um, mm-hmm. However, it is so expensive. I don't know what it is from flying to Nashville to San Diego. It's so expensive that I'm kind of like, by the time I add it all up, I'm like, I could go on a Disney cruise. So that's where <laughs> I'm at with that. <laughs> so, so, but it's on my list too. Um, well, let's get into the show. How about you tell us a little bit more about yourself? So um, your first and last name, where you're from, um, you just shared with us that you have two kids, and then we can jump into how you got to where you are today. Okay. So I'm Hallie Terrell, and I currently live in Tyler, Texas. When people ask where I'm from, that's kind of a hard one. We moved around a whole lot as a kid. Um, So I was actually born in Ohio. Not many people know that, mm. um, but I've lived in Texas a long time. Um, I actually graduated from high school at the American School in London and then came back to Texas for college. And that's where I met my husband, Joe. Um, so we were college sweethearts and um, um, got married shortly after that. And then with his job, we kept moving. And I think maybe moving as a kid kind of helped me prepare for his job. He works in TV news. Mm. And kind of the same kind of thing. You kind of move with bigger cities. My dad is a sports writer. Um, and so we ended up in Texarkana, Texas, and then Evansville, Indiana, and then came back to Texas. Um, so we came back to Tyler about 21 years ago. I was actually pregnant with our son, Jack, and moved here about, gosh, 
two weeks, I think, after I was confirmed that we were having a baby, um, mm. we got the call that, that he was taking a job here. So wow. um, we thought this would be a short stop, and we've ended up here for 21 <laughs> years. It was just a great place to raise a family. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of kind of where we are and kind of how we got where we are. So when people always ask, where am I from? Um, I'm from a lot of places, but I think that's, um, you know, that kind of helps you, I think, prepare yourself to meeting people other places and going other places and maybe sure. not being afraid when circumstances change and your husband gets transferred and, and kind of how to handle all that. Yeah. So um, that's kind of, that's kind of how we got here. I know sometimes I think about my kids, I, cause I really would like to stay where we are. And I kind of wonder, Hmm, I wonder if that will be harder mm-hmm. for them because they, they most likely won't be moving <laughs> in mm-hmm. multiple places. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think, hi, huh, well, you know, I don't want to just move just to be like, well, you know, we're trying to give them life experience <laughs> because, you know, when right. you do love a place so much and if you don't have to move, you know, it's, you build a community and stuff like that. And, and, and that's hard to keep rebuilding. Obviously you'll do it if you need to, but when you have, such great friends and, and, you know, support and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. hard to leave that, but, um, we're, I wanted to jump into, uh, so what you're up to today, um, mm-hmm. business wise, um, you can just kind of give us an overall, um, you know, description and then we'll dive deeper into the, um, into all of okay. that w- with interview. Okay. So, um, currently I'm the president of a company called Remiverse and we're a skincare company based in Nashville, Tennessee. And, um, and, and we can kind of talk about that more too, that the company's in Nashville, I'm here in Texas, mm-hmm. which is, which is interesting. And I'm, I'm running things from here, but thanks to the magic of technology, like today and the internet, you know, you can really work from anywhere. So I'm, I'm currently talking to you from my home office, yeah. which was the game room, um, until the kids it. have now left the empty nesters. So the game room has now <laughs> been cleared of the Wii's and the remotes and, and kind of has become my office. Um, so that's what we're doing now. So we've started a skincare company a couple of years ago. Um, it's based in Nashville. Our lab is there. We make our own products there and, um, I'm kind of running things from here. And, um, the company's expanding nationwide. And, and so I, I, I still get to do a lot of traveling. So that's fun for me. Um, and just talking to new people as we open up new areas and have new people come on board. Um, and it's a, it's a challenging, um, endeavor for sure, but it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And before we jump into all the details of the interview, one of the reasons Mm -hmm. I thought it would be so great to have you on is because, I do feel like a lot of moms that are listening might be thinking of what is their next step? If it be that they're a Mm -hmm. stay-at-home mom and they have kids going into school, if that be preschool or elementary school, and they just have more time on their hands, or maybe someone wants to start a side hustle and they're working a full-time job, but they know that they either want to transition or they want to go on more vacations or whatever, and they want to do something different, right? And so I feel like your story will really resonate with moms no matter what stage mm-hmm. or age they're in. And I, I feel like, like we just discussed, we're really in a time that we can do so much and we can do it from home, which is so amazing. And, you know, like you said, it's like you are the president of a company that's here in Nashville, but you don't have to be here every day, every week, which is truly amazing. So um, I just thought that having you come on, share your story, I think so many moms would be able to relate. Mm-hmm. And and I will say first and foremost, and, and people have always known me when you talk about side hustles, I've always yeah. had some sort of side hustle. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm first and foremost have always been a stay at home mom. And, and that was a decision we made when we first moved to Texas was, um, actually my husband's contract was for exactly what the two of us had been making previously. So we made the decision mm. that, that I would stay home, um, which was, it's, you know, it's hard to move across the country and say, oh, now we're going to make the exact same money we were making before. You know, you right. kind of hope every time you move, you make more, but sure. we just, that was important to us and me staying home was important. But, um, but I'm sure we can talk about that. Yeah. We've always, I've always managed to kind of weave some other little yes. extra thing in kind of yep. around my kid's schedule. And I think they've benefited from it. I know I've benefited from yeah. it. Um, and so anybody I think listening to, you know, and I, I've, I've been there before. I mean, that's when when Oprah was on TV and I thought I, you know, I've got these babies at home and they're two Mm -hmm. years apart and I can't sit here every day and just, you know, I don't, I don't even want to know what's coming on Oprah today. I just don't, I I just can't, I can't do that. I need, I need something Something else. That's always hard to say, am I leaving? I don't want to leave them at home and, and, and 
do that, but I'd still, you just, you know, and there's so many, there's so many more options now for that side hustle yes, yeah. than there certainly were when I was for doing sure. kind of in that 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy what you can do. And so many moms too are, are able to come and work from home, even if they're in a corporate mm-hmm. position that, you know, it's just the whole thing the whole thing is just changing. So I do think it, it's making it so much easier for moms because I do know it's hard. Some moms have to work and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they can't, they can't stay home with their kids. And then there's the moms that, you know, stay home with their kids and then they feel guilty that they want, they want a little bit more because they realize it's, it's a luxury and it's very nice to stay home. So I do feel like their moms just kind of, it's, it's hard to be a mom. Okay. It just really it is. is. It's just, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to just be like, what am I supposed to feel? I don't know. Does it feel selfish? I'm not sure. You know? So, um, th- okay. you know, that's why I like to do the show and, and pick everyone's brains and just, have moms kind of listen in on this so that they can feel like they're not alone and, and hopefully just mm-hmm. relate. And so I wanted uh, going back into like your background and, and dabbling in side hustles and, mm-hmm. and jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How about you share with us more about your background and how you decided to start a sp- uh, business, especially a skincare business? Okay. Um, so that's an interesting story. So we started, um, like I said, when I first moved here, my background had always been in advertising and marketing. Uh, I had done a lot of different things in that realm, um, worked for some ad agencies. And so when we moved here, I knew that I wanted to keep, maybe keep my hand in that a little bit. And that was kind of in a in the days of advertising where you were either a, a graphic designer or you were a copywriter. And I really had no graphic design skills. And that was before we all had our own you know, personal laptops and things. And, um, but I knew I could write. So kind of that first thing I ever kind of ventured into was, um, just putting myself out there as a freelance copywriter and, and trying to work on some advertising and and finding jobs, which I did. And so my kids were babies and I would occasionally write for a local magazine or, um, I did some things for some builders and kind of always worked that in. And, um, I think in the back of my mind, and so I did that for a very long time and, and at times worked a little bit more than others, but still just while my kids were in school. And I think in the back of my mind, having been in advertising so long, um, having to think about, um, you know, creative ways to sell people on the need for LASIK surgery or to sell people on why they really should trade in their Ford truck and get a new Ford truck. Um, so my brain was always in that kind of regard, you know, um, my son likes to call it, you know, my mom tricks people into buying things, which I think is his, <laughs> his, um, was his junior high um, explanation of marketing. That's, but, but that's what, you know, you're, cause you're thinking of new ways to in, inspire and encourage people and, and kind of guide them to a decision. And so there's a lot of years of doing that and, um, had always thought about, gosh, if I could just now take all these things that, that I've worked on and these things that I've learned and things I've learned about target market and, and audience and what people are looking for and kind of translate that into my own thing, um, that how cool would that be? And, um, and then the skincare part of it kind of came, um, all about the same time as as that, as, um, my kids were getting a little bit older and, I started paying more attention to my skin, um, certainly as I was getting into my 40s, um, paying more attention to what I was using on my skin. And so that just kind of then made sense that um, skincare is something that is important to me, taking care of myself and looking my best at whatever age I'm now at, that that, that was important to me. And, and I think it was important to other people too. So it was kind of this kind of weird thing all came together that all these years of experience kind of helping other companies and other businesses market and advertise their products that how could I now um, make that a little more personal? And so that's kind of how we got to the skincare part. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, and if someone was listening right now, and they were thinking about starting a business, what advice Mm -hmm. would you give them? um, You know, I guess kind of like, if you knew what you know now back when you started, mm-hmm. um, what what would you tell someone like, oh yeah, you know, I really wish I knew this obstacle was gonna come, you know, ahead of me and I wish I would have done these things slightly different. Um, what 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 advice do you have in that regard? Wow. So for somebody thinking about starting their own business, is that yeah, what you're, somebody that starting you're... something and you know, and just really kind of you know, not having that experience and just feeling a little bit scared right. like they're not ready to do it. Right. 
Well, so a couple of things. One, I think it's important. I mean, so even if somebody isn't experienced at starting a business, which most people aren't, I'm certainly wasn't and, and, you know, still learning that all the time, but we're all consumers and we're all, um, so say people listening, you know, we're all moms. We all, um, struggle to find the time to go run into target to buy make purchases, or we all are, are looking for something cute to wear when we finally do get to go out on date night and what should we wear? So we're, we're all consumers kind of looking for ways to solve whatever dilemma, you know, we're faced with that day. So sometimes I think when people are starting a business, you know, either you're kind of, your mindset is sometimes, what am I going to do? But just, if you just put yourself back into, to the, kind of consumer mindset, like what would be beneficial to somebody? You know, what would be beneficial to me? What would be a, a business that that would help me, help me get through my day to day? And I think if it's something that you're connected to and and you feel um that that you you have that same problem, I, chances are other people do. So it's really like I think rather than trying to sit down and I know people will just sit forever and research on the internet and what could be my next business and what could I do but just think about the thing that that would resonate with you as a consumer and um and I think that makes it a lot easier of a leap. You know, if I decided that I was going to start a new business selling bushes and yeah, landscaping right, that's right. not I, I don't that's that's that doesn't resonate with me. That's sure. not something I love. I mean, I think bushes are nice, but I don't know anything yeah. about them. Yeah. So I just think sometimes people have a hard, people are trying to look for this big aha moment, but I think sometimes the aha moment is just kind of within us and mm-hmm. in our, our daily, our daily yeah. lives. No, I like that. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, is there anything that kind of came up w- while you were doing this journey um, that you were like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't really foresee this happening or this being harder than what I thought it was going to be? Definitely. So, you know, starting a skincare business that you're going to sell products, um, you know, to the masses is a lot different than I'm, you know, looking for my next um, magazine article that I might, Mm -hmm. you know, get a freelance job from. It's definitely a a different, a different thing. It's a much bigger scale. Um, So yeah, a lot of things. I mean, things from, you know, sourcing ingredients and, and trying to get formulas, right. You know, we're in a situation where we are lucky that we own our own formulas and own our own lab. Um, so we're actually creating our own products from that, but that's scary too, because at the end of the day, it's really the things we've put together and we want to make sure, you know, ingredients are not harmful and, um, um, and just working through that and then that they work and that they're right. good yeah. and that they feel good. Um, so all that is, I think was much more than I ever thought. And it was almost like my experience with anything to that point was, you know, I, I can bake a pretty good chocolate chip cookie, but I also know (laughs) that every time you either your kitchen's a little too hot or your flour is a little too old or your Mm -hmm. eggs have been sitting on the counter too long. I mean, all those little things change the pro change the the outcome. Now at our house, nobody cares if your chocolate chip cookie is perfect or not. Right. But, um, in manufacturing of skincare, um, and no, I'm not making this at home in my kitchen. (laughs) I actually have a lab, but (laughs) people are like, Oh, she did say she owns her lab. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) She's just stirring it up downstairs. Um, but, but even with that, you know, there was, there was so much trial and error with getting things exactly perfect and getting a formula exactly perfect. And, and we don't use parabens and we keep our preservative levels at the very lowest. But, but so with that, you know, things do have to be so exact. So we, ship all kinds of stuff back and forth from the lab to me and and me back to um to our founders and and all of us are always you know shipping product back and forth and so that was that was a lot harder than i thought um, yeah. even just getting the product where it was sure. um and then you know because we're doing something on a national scale you know now suddenly we have legal to contend with and um, and, and taxes, like other things I didn't know, like when you start selling a product in North Dakota, now you have to, um, set up nexus there and you're paying taxes for North Dakota and interesting um, things like that. So, but the good thing is, is when someone joins us as a, as a distributor, as an independent business owner, they don't have to worry about that. So we're like laying this whole Mm. giant foundation of, infrastructure that allows the mom at home to, um, to jump on board and start a business without having to worry about the formulas, 
or right. worry about the ta- collecting tax in North Dakota yeah. or um, or legally, can we say that this, you know, changes your skin? I mean, all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that I'd always been in my own little one-on-one world with, you know, <laughs> either writing or, you know, creating this project or that project. And, um, so when, you know, this was on such a bigger scale, um, th- there were a lot of obstacles with that. So it was, yeah. um, but I, you know, I've now learned, a, I know a lot about taxes and, Yes. And know that I, I was the right move not to be an accountant or anything like that. Cause I, it's just freaks I me out. I think the same thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, what are those people thinking? Um, but it's, um, so yeah, so that those were, those yeah. are a lot of the obstacles we yeah. faced. And I think anybody starting any business, um, anybody out there who's ever mm. done any kind of small business. Yeah. The whole tax thing is a little overwhelming. I mean, there's little things that are there are always obstacles and, and you want, um, you know, you want to put your best foot forward with everything you do and our products to be the best and, um, to get them shipped there quickly and perfectly and never broken and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's been, um, you know, I think people always look and see, you know, you hear about people that are an overnight success. And then typically when you do a little more, more reading, it was a, you know, a 10 year overnight success. Right. You just um, didn't know because it. Because it, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. all that does take time. It does. Um, yeah. For sure. Right. Well, that, um, what you were saying about the products and trying to create them, that leads me into my next question mm-hmm. is, you know, some people might think, wow, it's so fun to start a skincare company, but yeah, there is mm-hmm. so much work to it. And I wanted to ask you, um, what made you guys decide to create products that, are non-toxic that you don't have as many ingredients versus just being like, you know what? We don't care. We want it all to just be anti-aging and whatever's in Mm -hmm. there to make it work. Like what made you guys go, you know what? Let's really try to cut down on the preservatives and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, um, and uh, so many things throughout this process, I think my mom instinct kind of always kicked in. Um, you know, when my kids were little, I really worried about, you know, what I fed them and, you know, and really paying attention to food labels and, and, um, not only for them, but for myself. And so I've always been kind of conscious of that. Um, I don't think I ever paid as much attention to what was in my soap and my shampoo. Um, I bought my kids, you know, I wanted to make sure I bought them things that were hypoallergenic when they Mm -hmm. were little. And, um, but I think just that kind of mom instinct that, I, I do want to, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm providing my kids everything that they eat, everything that they, you know, use everything. And so there's a lot of responsibility in that. Yeah. You know, if I, if they eat Cheetos, it's because I bought Cheetos and I gave them Cheetos. Yes. And, I feel that. I and, know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so there's kind of this responsibility that, and I'm, and I, I think Cheetos are great. I mean, I'm not saying we never had them, but I was always yeah. very conscious of, of just kind of what I'm giving them, what they're, what's going in their bodies. And I think that just kind of translated more and more into, um, what I ate then kind of even more into what I put on my skin. And so I guess when we started looking at products, it would be way easier to make things full of preservatives and full of, um, Mm -hmm. ingredients that aren't great for you. Um, and, and a lot cheaper to buy ingredients that were not sourced in the United States. Um, but we chose to put the the best that we can in there. And, and I think, again, it's just, you know, I, I'm not going to say, I think all of our customers out there, like my kids, but, but I would want, um, for me to know that somebody cared enough to say, Hey, we shouldn't be using this, or let's see if there's something better for this, or, you know, what is the lowest level of a preservative we can use? Um, and I think that really just stemmed from from food. And I think, I know I'm not the only one we hear over and over and Mm -hmm. over of people who are concerned about that and what you're putting on your, on your skin and on your face and on your body. I mean, that is getting absorbed into your, into your bodies and your bloodstreams. And Mm -hmm. and we should be caring about that. So I think where people were really starting to be concerned about foods and reading labels 20 years ago, I think now we're really seeing that in, in, um, yeah. And the skincare business for sure that yep. people are really paying attention. Well, yeah. And our skin is our biggest organ. So we are absorbing mm-hmm. all that, like what you're saying. And, um, you know, I was just, when you were talking, it just made me think about, um, how 
you guys don't outsource out of the United States. And mm-hmm. so I don't think people realize, you know, that it's very easy to just do that and, and, and to keep it all in the United States. Like you said, it would be a lot mm-hmm. easier to not do that. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, what made you feel like, you know what, let's try to keep this in the United States. Cause I, I feel like some people may not even realize where their stuff is being outsourced, you know, whatever they are using. Um, what made you guys think, you know what, let's really try to do this. This is important to us. Right. Um, well, I think, you know, we wanted to make sure that everything we put out there was what we, as good as we said it was going to be. And especially when you're new, when you're new at anything, um, I, you know, you kind of have to put your money where your mouth is and you can say something's great. You can say it's the best, but, but people are going to be using it and, and actually giving you feedback on that. And, and you want to, um, show that those results are possible and that that great outcome is possible. So I think, um, you know, just there's more control mm-hmm. and that's kind of too, that, so it's, I think it's, it's a kind of a control factor when you're buying, um, particular ingredients from other countries, um, they don't have the, um, the strict regulations that we have in the United States. So you could buy, um, you know, like our hyaluronic acid is, comes from the U S our vitamin C ascorbic acid comes from the U S, um, that, you know, just like anything where things could possibly not not be a pure ingredient Mm -hmm. or could have other additives in it or could be old. I mean, that's a real concern too. Right. Um, So sometimes things coming from other countries, you just don't have, you don't have that control. So we felt like with being new um, that we, you know, we, we want our products to be at a great price point, but we also want them to be what we say they are. And I think when you're new, that's, that's even more important. Yeah. Um, and it's what our customers want. We also, and I think part of you know my my advertising background is really understanding your your target audience. And um, of course, I'm our target audience, but as are a, you know a lot of other people out there. And and so we do pay attention to that, and we do um, get feedback from our you know, people out in the field, and we listen to that feedback, and and are just constantly trying to make it the best product that we can, um, even if it's not you know, even if we don't have to keep the, the preservatives that low, or even if we don't have to use um, the hyaluronic acid, that's the very tiniest molecule available. Right. We don't have to, we don't have to do any of those things. Yeah. Um, but we just want to make it the very best we can. Right. So we do. Yeah. So speaking of the uh, products, which, what are mm-hmm. one of your top two favorite? And why don't you share with us mm-hmm. the hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid, why, why that's so important and, and um, why it's such a key ingredient in your, in your skincare system? Yeah. So any moms listening will uh, be able to relate to this. So hyaluronic acid is something that your body makes naturally. Um, and when you're pregnant, it increases the hyaluronic acid in your body and that's the pregnancy glow. Um, so, um, hyaluronic acid is just a really, it's a really cool ingredient. If, if you've never read up on it before, um, it's, it's really fascinating. So it is, um, an ingredient that actually pulls moisture from the air. Um, so it can hold up to a thousand times its own weight in water. So by putting hyaluronic acid into a skincare product, um, it's actually pulling moisture in. So we don't use oils. Um, we don't use, um, or a lot of things we don't use, but oils are one in particular. So we want the, the moisturization, the hydration in your skin to come from the air. And that's why we use the hyaluronic acid, um, which is great. And all through my twenties and thirties, I did not use moisturizer because my skin was kind of oily and I thought, well, I don't need to be Mm, slathering on, you know, something yeah. that's going to make my face greasy. Sure. Um, and so of course the more I've learned about it. And so hyaluronic is, it's a, that's a great ingredient. Um, like I said, we use a really tiny molecule, so it's really getting absorbed into your skin. Um, we also use really meaningful amounts. So when we say we put something in there, we're putting as much as we can of that ingredient in there. So when people are seeing a, a, a really big, um, a really big difference in their skin. And so when your skin is, you know, you can't make a wrinkle go away, but if your skin's more hydrated and so you Mm -hmm. can picture like a, you know, like a sponge soaking up water and your skin is starved for moisture, just like our bodies are starved for water. Um, and most of us don't get enough of it, that your skin is just, is starved for moisture. So by using a product that has that hyaluronic acid in it, um, it really is going to, um, 
plump it up is probably not the right yeah. word, but, but yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be full of, yeah. full of hydration and right. that makes your wrinkles a lot less. That makes your skin a lot smoother. Um, it does some really cool, some really cool stuff for your skin. Yeah. Um, so we, and, um, we've put it in most all of the product. Line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so which one is one of your favorites? So I know you have a I, lot of them, but <laughs> yes, I um, love our night cream. So we have, a, we have just a really simple skincare system. It's just a cleanser and then a day and a night cream. And if it's daytime, you use the day cream after the cleanser. If it's nighttime, you use the night cream. We want to make it really easy. Um, but that night cream is probably my favorite product. Um, and it is just a little jar full of um, peptides, which are really good for promoting levels of collagen in your skin. It's mm-hmm. got vitamins, it's got vitamin C and E and vitamin K and, um, green tea extract and, um, the hyaluronic acid. And, um, it's just a great product. Like I said, for years, I didn't use any, um, any moisturizer, especially at night. And I don't like weird smells of things, especially when I'm trying to go to bed at Fall night. Asleep. Yeah, exactly. Keeps yeah. You up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And or something that's just like made this sticky on my pillow. Oh, yeah. So our, right. our night yep. cream is just it's and because there is no oil, so it's not sticky at all. It absorbs really well, um, and it just is is um, you wake up the next morning and your your skin looks great. It's just a really it's a it's just a really good hardworking product. It's not maybe our like flashiest product, um, sure. but it certainly is my favorite because yeah. it's it's just it delivers. I mean, it just yeah. delivers every day, and it feels so good. Yeah. And um, um, another thing oh, be, before we go on, um, you guys also have um, the Nashville Lash, which helps lashes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted you to share with us because some people, you know, I know people have been worried about Latisse. Like uh, it says you mm-hmm. have to be careful with green eyes. And um, I know that your product doesn't cause that issue. Um, so can you just share right. um, why your product um, is good for you and, and what makes it work to grow your lashes? Yeah. So um and, and I'm not going to have all the names of the the peptides in front of me, but right. the, um, yeah. so generally. Nashville Lash, yeah, so Nashville Lash is a, and so when I was just saying the night cream is not our flashiest product, Nashville Lash is a pretty That's cool, what made me think of pretty it, yeah. flashy <laughs> product because it really does enhance and grow your eyelashes and your eyebrows. Um, and it, it, it really delivers, it works. Um, everything we have is a 60 day money back guarantee. Um, and that product in particular, I mean, people see dramatic results in just one to three weeks. Um, so it is a peptide based, um, formula and peptides are another really cool, um, thing. They're, um, different peptides do different things, but, um, this one was actually discovered that it's, um, helps promote, uh, thickness and helps promote growth. And so when you use it on your eyelashes, it really is promoting that, um, that growth of your lashes. So it does not use, there's something called prostaglandins, which is what was in the Latisse and mm. had to go through some FDA approval. And, and that was an ingredient that, like you said, if your eyes are certain colors, people are having problems with it, um, but it worked. And so that was kind of discovered um, actually as a glaucoma treatment and people's lashes were growing, they were using it. And so that's kind of how that whole, that whole thing transpired. Yeah. Um, so then cosmetics companies started using it in, in their, um, in their products because it did work. Um, but because they were cosmetics, they weren't really following FDA protocol by putting out disclaimers and different things. And so there's been some definite negative, um, things there. So with our product, Nashville Lash, um, it's more of a, of a plant-based formula. It's using botanicals. Um, it's, um, using these pentapeptides, um, that really do deliver results. And so I think people are really enjoying using it because they do feel good about what's in there. Um, it's also good for sensitive eyes or people that wear contacts. Um, and it's, it, and it works. So it's just another example of, um, I think sometimes companies, you know, you find this one thing that that just works so great, and it was the the ingredient that was in the Latisse, and yeah. all these cosmetic companies are right. going to use it because it works. But you know, nobody really wants to maybe look and see what the ramifications of using right. that are, or yeah. what you know, what the side effects can be. Yeah, and you kind of think, oh, it's just going on your eyelashes, big deal. But um, no, you it know, all goes in. Anything you're Absorbs. putting, yeah, yeah, it all it all absorbs. It all absorbs. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and I, and I was going to say too, um, you know, just to fill the listeners in, uh, the reason that I've gotten to know you is because I do use Remiverse skincare and I have a friend that uses 
the um, Nashville lash and she has green eyes and she's had no issues with it. Cause I know that people do worry about that. And I am too in the age demographic that people are really starting to pay attention to the lines on their face or any types of, you know, aging signs. And it's a big deal for women. And, you know, and I know that people are always looking for anti-aging skincare system that isn't crazy expensive. So I, I mean, I obviously love the products and stuff like that. And and I know other people that love them. And so I think it's great that you guys are creating amazing products that are not harmful because that makes such a big difference. Um, but I wanted to jump into the business side of things. So mm-hmm. you guys chose for Remiverse to do um, a business model um, after like network marketing or also known as MLM, which for people who don't know, that's uh, multi-level marketing. So what made you guys decide to go in that direction versus having the product sold in in department stores and just being retail? Good. Well, I'm glad you asked me that. So, and and I haven't even talked about our founders much at all. So I want to touch on them a little bit too, because they're kind of part of the story as well. So um, Lois and Jim Elliott are the founders of our company and they're actually my aunt and uncle. And um, we had always talked about possibly doing something together at some point. They had actually been involved with some multi-level marketing companies years ago, like back in the seventies years ago. And, um, kind of from there, they sort of became career entrepreneurs themselves and have had several different types of businesses and things. And, um, Lois and I in particular had always talked about doing something together, especially with her sort of entrepreneurial spirit and my marketing background. And, and she knows like we were talking about side hustles earlier that I'm always, you know, up for maybe trying something new and, um, so that's kind of how this all came together was um, working with them, building this company, uh, creating these products. And and that it really is where we started was with products. We knew we wanted to do something in skincare. We knew we wanted to do something anti-aging. We knew we wanted um, to make a system that was simple. And we knew we wanted to really keep an eye on ingredients and and put the very best in there. So we we sort of had that all in mind. Um, I sort of knew who our target audience was. I sort of knew who we wanted to reach. And then, um, like you said, then we had to make the decision, what's our distribution going to be? How are we going to get it out there to people? Are we going to put it in stores? Are we going to do infomercials? Are we going to try to get on QVC? I mean, what's, what's the, the distribution? And, um, so my uncle, Jim Elliott, the co-founder, he, it was really, he's the first one that mentioned, um, network marketing. And I always give him credit on this because he is the the softer spoken of the two of them. Um, but he really, he's the one that, you know, piped up and said, why don't we kind of look at this? And honestly, my, I'd had some experience with network marketing. I knew that my, some of my friends might give some pushback, like, oh gosh, one of those, you know, another MLM out there is that what we need. Um, <laughs> but I really, yeah you know, I had to put my, my marketing hat back on for a minute and think again, I think anybody starting something new, put yourself in the place of the consumer. So I'm a mom, I'm driving my kids all over the place. I'm doing all these different things and, and I'm not using a moisturizer. I should be using one. So how do I decide what I want to buy? And am I really going to believe a TV commercial? Am I really going to watch an infomercial at night and say, that's the product for me? Or am I going to listen to a recommendation from my friend Amber who says, oh, I've been using this and I've seen great results. Um, right. And, and you know, 99 times out of 100, I'm going to listen to my friend's recommendation. And um, so kind of between, you know, Jim thinking about maybe this being the right business model and then me thinking about just the changing face of how we shop and how we buy things and how we make decisions on what to buy. And at the end of the day, it comes back to kind of your, your friends and in a relationship that you have with somebody. And that's what makes you decide that, Oh, I should try this or, Oh, I, I could trust this product to my lashes because, you know, my friend uses this and, and she hasn't had any, you know, issues. And, and so kind of, it's kind of started to kind of click that it's kind of a friend to friends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and on top of that, you know, I'm always have this inkling in the back of my mind that, man, if I would have had something where I could have really built a business from home when my kids were, you know, two and four, I would have totally done this. And so it just all these kind of things started kind of weaving yeah. together. And, um, and, and that's what network marketing is. I mean, it really is, 
um, somebody that can that can decide to start their own business for a very small um, investment. It's risk free because remember you're not doing all the taxes and the shipping and all that other stuff. And um, and and they're just sharing what they like with their friends, and that's how they build their network of of people that are using the products and they're making money um, by doing so. So it kind of like was kind of this weird few months process of us kind of navigating these waters to where it was just like, finally, like what more has to hit me in the head to say, Duh, Let's do this. This, is yeah. the, this is the right, <laughs> it's the, it's the right type of product for network marketing. I think it's the right time. Um, I think it's right for people like me. I mean, where I've been, I can see that this is something that's needed out there. And, um, and it just, you know, it just made sense. Um, the advertising world's cluttered right now. And, um, anyway, so kind of all those things together, it just, it just was like checking every box that, you know, yes, 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 yes. So (laughs) then why are we still talking about this? So then we, that's when we decided to, to go ahead and, um, create it as, as that being the business model and, and getting a compensation plan written for us and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And you know, some people, I I still feel like I hear people talking, oh, pyramid schemes. And that always cracks me up Mm -hmm. because (laughs) I just think about, yeah, but if you really think about like a headquarters, say like Target, right? And their headquarters, you're not usually Mm going to see, like if you're making a certain salary, your boss is going to be making a certain salary. You're most likely never going to make more than your boss and then your boss's boss. But yet when you do MLM um, and it's the right compensation plan, you could make more Mm -hmm. than someone above you. And I don't think people understand that. And I've seen it time and time again with friends that are successful in MLM. So I, I do think that there's still the stigma that people are kind of like, oh, pyramid schemes. And I just crack up to myself because I'm thinking, well, if you go into corporate America, that really is the pyramid mm-hmm. scheme. You're really at the very top is making the most <laughs> money and they have stock in the business. They get huge bonuses. Uh, I mean, it's really crazy. And so um, it, that is always interesting. And I have a, a story myself speaking of, you know, friends sharing um, and, and people don't um, know this about me because I haven't shared this on the podcast yet. And I haven't shared it online. Only friends and family really have known. But um, not only do I use Remiverse as my skincare, but I decided to team up with you guys and become a consultant. And I have to be honest, at first, I didn't really think I would do an MLM again. So some of my listeners might know that I used to do one a long time ago. And I've been approached many times by different companies, but have never really had the peace about it. And it's not that the companies are bad, but I just feel like it wasn't the right fit at the right time. But a friend of mine who introduced me to Remiverse is a friend that I completely trusted. And so she too normally doesn't do MLMs. So, but I do know that she cares about what um, is going in her body, if it be in her skin or something that she's eating and stuff like that. So when she introduced this to me, you know, I was just kind of like, I don't know, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds good and, and stuff like that. Um, but then, you know, she's just mentioning it's non toxic, non toxic, it's um, a great skincare system, and it's affordable. And so it kind of just felt like it fell into my lap at that moment. And so I feel like the opportunity was placed in my path for a reason um, at the right time. And some of and, and some of my listeners might not realize this, but I was looking for something meaning I was looking for something to add supplemental income to support the podcast, meaning to offset the monthly costs that it takes to run a podcast. And I think some people may not even realize that there there is a cost of running the podcast. And uh, because I generally don't do ads, because I, I choose not to just bombard everybody with ads, then I need other ways to support the podcast. So at the time, it was interesting because I had a, a mentor of mine saying, you know, just make sure that you keep your eyes wide open and make sure that you don't ignore signs and um, and miss it altogether. And I thought to myself, okay, I hear what she's saying. But even with her saying that, I thought to myself, okay, well, I'll keep my eyes open for opportunities that are podcast or travel related since I'm a travel agent. Well, literally the same day she told me that, the friend that um, recommended me to try the sample from Remiverse, it happened the same day. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this sounds good. I'll try the product. And then um, after a few days, she checked in with me and she's like, have you tried it? I'm like, no, I forgot to do it. And so, um, so then I tried it and, you know, I thought, okay, this is great. And then, but to be completely transparent, it's, I was hesitant because I really just kept thinking, no, 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 like the opportunity needs to be a podcast related or travel related. And I thought, no, 
this is the opportunity that has come your way that you needed to not just ignore and let it go past you and it being ground floor. And if people understand MLM, ground floor is amazing. Um, And so I knew that if I didn't jump at this, that I literally would have been saying, okay, so I need need to add um, supplemental income to help the podcast and just keep saying that when an opportunity just came by me. And so that that's my story. So I know some, like some of you, you know, might be out there thinking, oh yeah, I don't know. And I totally get it. Cause I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just looking for certain things for me and didn't kind of have my eyes wide open. But until my mentor said something and, and it made me click going, oh my gosh, this is the opportunity. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I just wanted to share that and 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 all to my listeners because I haven't announced it. Um, and so this is the first time that I'm really announcing it. So, but um, as we end, Hallie, I wanted you to jump into the price point because the products are mm-hmm. really affordable and I love that um, about Remiverse. So how did you guys decide, you know what, let's make these more affordable versus just being like so high end that only a certain, you know, percentage of people could actually afford them. Right. Well, and, and that was the thing too, is, and thinking about, you know, your mom listeners out there, I mean, we all deserve to, to use the very best stuff out there. We want to buy the very best for our kids. We, you know, I mean, we all as moms, obviously, you know, that mama bear instinct jumps in and we wanted, you know, the best for them, especially, so we kind of wanted to make sure, though, that the price point was something that was affordable and, and doable for anyone. Um, and that was really important to me. I just, you know, there, there, there are all these neat things about things being really exclusive and only, you know, certain people can be a part of this. And I just wanted this to be for everyone. Um, I want it to be affordable for everyone. I wanted the business opportunity to be, to be affordable for anyone um, we built a lot of things in like a 60 day money back guarantee, because when someone starts a business like this, like you said, like opportunity kind of knocks and you feel mm-hmm. this edge, like, should I do this? But I, I don't, you know, we're not in the business to just trick you into deciding to doing this. And we're like, Mwahaha, we got another <laughs> one um, right. that we want people to be successful. We want people to, um, you know, especially moms that are looking for a little side business. We want them to earn money. We want to make sure it's something that's um, that it's easy to do, it's easy to manage, and it's easy to make money at. And I think controlling the price point um, was a really big key factor in that. Um, so, you know, we can talk a lot. Do you want me to talk a little about the prices and kind of sure? Yeah, you can share a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you close. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, so you can buy like a full size uh, Remiverse skincare system, which is everything you need for two months, and it's um, one hundred and sixty dollars. So that's just as a retail customer, somebody that's that's not joining the company as a consultant, someone that's just using and loving the product. So it works out to about $3 a day. Um, we have some other great products people can use. We have some like introductory packages where somebody could, um, could try like a little two-week supply of the products for $39. So we feel like that's something really affordable to anybody to get to try. Um, and so we just really wanted to keep things kind of in that range. We have a lot of things that are in the 20 to $30 price range. Um, but that skincare system, which is kind of the core of our business, um, it's, it's 160 for mm-hmm. two months. Um, and the two month thing was important too, because, um, there's just nothing worse than constantly running out of something. <laughs> um, and I always compare it to my, my coffee usage, either you're out of filters or you're out of coffee oh, or, or I'm out that. of creamer yes. or I'm mm-hmm. out of my water. And just, and so I, we just wanted to give somebody here's two months of, of what you need for your skin. We guarantee it's going to work. We're giving you a 60 day money back guarantee. Um, and here, use it for two months and, and see the kind of results you get. Yeah. Um, so that just made sense for us. And and then we have a preferred customer program where it brings the price point down a little bit to 142. Um, but like I said, we just wanted to make it um, something for everyone. Um, we also do a really neat free sample program where people can try a sample for free. Um, so we just, we want to get it out there into the hands of everyone. We want to be a real support. Um, and that's really the biggest part of my job is supporting other independent business owners as they um, get started and, and they're sharing their products and what they know with other people and with their friends and, um, and helping them see some income there, because that's kind of the goal here is, is you're helping other people look and feel great. You're also helping other people, um, you know, make a little extra money in a business. And, um, so it just all kind of, kind of all weaves together like that, I guess. 
Yeah, I love it. So you guys, Hallie wanted to do something special for only the mom inspired show listeners. She has decided to give our listeners two different coupon codes. So the first one, she is giving us $15 off any purchase and there is no minimum purchase. So you guys, you could try one of our amazing lipsticks that are $25. So that means you would only get it for 10 bucks once you take the $15 off. So I personally love Cranberry Splash or Bashful and you get a mirror and a light with it. So how awesome is it to get a non-toxic lipstick with a mirror and a light for only $10. Or if you're looking for something else, you can try a miracle mask, which is only $24, but take the $15 off and you are getting it for $9. So how amazing is that? So where you need to go is mominspiredshow.com forward slash skincare 15. And you would need to use the coupon code MIS 15. So that stands for mom inspired show MIS 15. Also, I wanted to let you know that you can order as a retail customer. So you don't have to be a preferred customer where it auto ships. I know some of you are like, I don't want to deal with that. I just want to do retail. That's totally fine. But I just want to remind you that as a preferred customer, you get 10% off. But if you do want to do it as retail and you're having any issues, just message me and I'll help you. Okay, you guys. And the next coupon code is if you are like me and have been looking for the right business opportunity you can get $20 off your kit. So the kit starts at $199 and you get so much stuff in this kit. It's truly amazing and such a great deal. So where do you go? You go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash opportunity 20 and then you click opportunity and join now and then you can use the code MIS20. So again, for Mom Inspired Show, MIS20. So you guys, if you have any questions about the products or business opportunity, or you simply just want to try out some samples, feel free to message me on social media, wherever you follow me. So if that's Facebook or Instagram, you can message me. Hallie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was so much fun to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Hey, you guys. So don't forget the coupon code. You can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash skincare 15. If you're looking to buy products, you can use the MIS 15 to get $15 off. Again, no minimum purchase. If you're looking to join as a consultant and want to purchase the kit, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash opportunity 20. And to save $20 off your kit, you can use coupon code MIS 20. And these codes will be valid till October 31st, 2018. So if you are listening to this after October 2018, then contact me because there might be some new special deals going on that I can share with you. But right now the promotion ends October 31st. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 